You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. Today I have a topic that I feel many of you will relate to and resonate with. I'm going to be talking with you about how to create and manifest your dreams and desires while staying connected to and embodied in your feminine energy. I'll be talking about how to create harmony between your inner feminine and masculine energies when there's something you're wanting to create in your life, because both of these energies are equally as important and powerful as each other in the manifestation process. And I'll be sharing with you how to show up fully for what you desire while also being able to stay in a surrendered and receptive space and feel guided through the process. I know many of you who listen to this podcast are interested in manifestation, you have big dreams and goals you want to bring to life, but maybe you've also ended up feeling anxious, exhausted, controlling, and like you don't have time for all of the things that nourish you when you're trying to show up for what's important to you. So I hope that what I have to share today is really helpful. Before I get into the juicy goodness of this episode, I have to let you know that the doors to She is Magnetic are now open. I am so excited to be opening enrollments for this course. In She is Magnetic, you will learn the secrets to manifesting your dreams and desires by awakening and embodying your feminine magnetism. In this live 21-day experience, you'll receive daily journaling activities, powerful live classes, and guided embodiment exercises to help you awaken your inner radiance. You'll learn the secrets to manifesting your desires with ease, flow, surrender, trust, and pleasure. She is Magnetic will support you to wrap up the year 2020 with love and gratitude and realign your energy in preparation for the new year. Your daily journaling activities will guide you through reflective questions to help you integrate your experiences from this year and become intentional about what you want for next year. And then the powerful masterclasses that I'm hosting will guide you through the principles you need to create and manifest what your heart desires by working with powerful feminine principles. As I said, this is a live program and you will also share the whole journey with me and a supportive, like-minded community. This is my third year of running this 21-day journaling and masterclass series, and every year it is powerful, potent, and so beautiful. Doors are now open to join. They close on Sunday, the 15th of November, and we kick off together on Monday, 16th of November. Go to ConnieChapman.com slash sheismagnetic, or one word, to secure your spot in the program. This is going to be an incredible journey. I can't wait to share it with you. So go and secure your spot at ConnieChapman.com slash sheismagnetic. Okay, so obviously I'm running a whole program on this concept of feminine manifestation because I'm so passionate about this process. I'm passionate about teaching people how to manifest what they desire, but also stay really connected and embodied in their feminine energy. We want to do this in a way that doesn't feel stressful, overwhelming, and basically just unenjoyable. It doesn't have to feel that way. And so the challenges that I I know many women face when wanting to manifest what we want in our lives is either one, we're finding that we're disconnecting from our feminine in the process. So we're disconnecting from our feelings, our intuition, our body and our pleasure 
in the process of manifesting. Instead, we're getting stuck in our heads, planning, controlling, overthinking, and trying to make things happen. When we operate from more of this fearful or controlling space, we get stressed and contracted in our energy. And because we also can't feel our inner guidance because we're up in our heads, we feel really alone in this process of manifestation. And this causes us to disconnect from the natural flow and from our natural magnetic feminine energy. The other challenge that we encounter is that as we're showing up for our big dreams and goals, we end up leaning too far into our masculine energy and we begin suppressing and denying our feminine. This may look like being overly structured and rigid in our plans and how our day unfolds, really goal orientated, not focused enough on the journey and how we're feeling in the process, really action focused, really linear, logical and practical. And getting into hunting mode, where we're out there hunting, chasing down what we want, which is a very masculine quality, and needing to lead and be in charge of the whole process, making a lot of decisions. And overall, it just becomes really heavy and burdensome in our body, and we feel really tight and tense in our energy. Now, there's nothing wrong with drawing on elements of our divine inner masculine energy in the manifestation process. In fact, it's necessary, particularly qualities like discipline, clarity, commitment, consistency, integrity, inner leadership, healthy structures and systems and plans to keep us on track. But the problem happens when this causes us to deny our feminine. In the pursuit of what we want, we start to disregard our self-care put work above ourselves or our connection with others. We disconnect from our body and our feelings. We're not creating space to hear our intuition, to rest, to play. We're not making room for pleasure, to do what feels good and to come into our feminine receptive energy. So I want to talk about this today because there doesn't have to be an extreme In the dynamic, both your inner feminine and masculine energies can work really well together and you can stay really embodied in and connected to your feminine while moving through the manifestation process of creating your desires. So the first way to stay connected to your feminine while in the manifestation process is to remember that manifesting is a co-creative process. When we're manifesting, we are co-creating with the universe. And there are parts of this creative process that are our job, our responsibility, and there are parts of it that are the universe's job. Understanding this will help you see just how much opportunity there is in the manifestation process to be embodying your feminine qualities of flow, receiving, allowing, trust, surrender, openness, and ease. It is such a supportive feeling for the feminine to know that you're not alone and not everything is on your shoulders. When we feel burdened, it's really hard to tap into our juicy, alive pleasure state. So it's important that we start to allow ourselves to feel really divinely supported through the manifestation process. Your desires are not something that you have to make happen alone. It's not 100% your job. You are co-creating with the universe. And there is this dance that we get to experience between action and surrender. And this is where we really get to lean into the feminine. 
When we think that manifestation is 100% our job and we're not working with the universe or the universe isn't on our side, we can feel an immense amount of pressure to have to make everything happen ourselves, to figure it all out, to micromanage all of the tiny parts of the process. It can feel like we have to be in control in order to make it happen, and it can feel really overwhelming. But when we realize we are held, supported, and being guided, and there are parts of this process that we can let go of and put in the divine hands of the universe, then we can soften and relax a lot more. As I mentioned before, in any process of manifestation or creation, there are always things that are your responsibility. This might be taking action, taking the steps that you're inspired to take, making the phone calls, creating the content, setting up the dating profile, promoting your service or offering, putting in the application, whatever it is that you're working towards. But there are huge elements of all of this that are the universe's job and are in the universe's hands. And that's the part you need to surrender. That's the part of the process that is unfolding behind the scenes in the invisible realm. This is the part where the universe is lining things up for you, getting to work on what you have asked for and guiding you to be in the right place and meet the right people at the right time. The universe's job is all the parts of the process that you cannot control and that you need not control. It's, you know, for example, whether or not the agent says yes and approves your home application, whether or not the guy that you meet likes you or whether he ever calls you again, the timing of when a particular person will come into your life, whether or not that sale comes through, whether that client joins your program, whether the bank approves your loan. All the elements that that happen outside of your control are in the hands of this mysterious, beautiful universe that is helping to align you with what is truly right for you. And these elements that are outside of your control are the parts you need to surrender because the mistake so many of us make when we're not trusting the universe and trusting the process is we are trying to control all the tiny pieces of the puzzle. We are draining ourselves by trying to control all the little moving parts, but these are the parts we have to surrender. So if anything you're wanting to create or manifest, I suggest you do some journaling and write out two different lists. One list is what is your job? What is your responsibility in this particular manifestation and what is within your control? The second list is what is the universe's job, the parts of this manifestation that are outside your control that you need to release. You want to write it out and see it really clearly. So then you can clearly see what parts of the process you have to show up for and what parts of the process you get to let go of. Let me give you an example. We recently moved home. So I was recently manifesting an apartment and I just went through this process. And it was really important that I did this because I noticed part of me trying to control so many aspects of this process that were outside of my control. And it was creating so much anxiety. So this is what I did. I looked at, okay, what's my responsibility? What are the things that I fully have to show up for? Maybe step a little bit into my masculine energy and make sure I'm really taking action on these things. I had to make sure my applications were in order. I had my references. My finances were looking good. I ensured I was signed up to all the rental sites and getting property alerts. I booked in times to go view properties. I applied for properties. They were all my steps. That was what I was in charge of. 
But then there was the universe's job, the universe's part of the process, which was everything that was happening in the invisible, everything outside of my control. For example, what properties are on the market at this given time? How many other people are also looking at that property? If my application is great in comparison to someone else's, whether the agent likes me, whether the owner wants to approve me, even down to what suburb we lived in. I remember being really fixated on wanting to live in this one suburb and it just wasn't happening. And then I realized life was trying to guide me to a different suburb. And once I surrendered that particular detail, our manifestation dropped in really easily. Now, I know it's not always easy to let go. It's not always easy to trust and surrender and allow in the manifestation process, but your ability to do this is reflective of how safe you feel dropping into your feminine energy in general. These are the feminine parts of the process. And if we can't sink into those parts of the process, it can show us perhaps where we don't feel safe being in our feminine in other areas of our life. If you're not practicing these parts of the process, you're not seeing just how valuable your feminine energy is. And I'll talk more about this in a moment, but it's the times that you focus on coming into your feminine that you come the most into alignment. Your vibration raises when you soften your energy out of a space of action and control and into ease, trust and flow. So even if you find these parts really hard, I want to encourage you to take this on and I'll talk more in a moment about how to do this. And so when we're manifesting, all we need to do is make sure that we are fully showing up for the parts of the process that are our job, are within our control. And if on any given day, we can look at that list and we can say, you know, I have shown up for every step that I can think to take in this day or in this moment. If we can see that, then now is our time to let go and surrender. Now is our time to step away come back into our feminine and shift into what I call receptive mode. And this leads me on to the second way that we stay connected to our feminine when manifesting. This is to remember to come into receptive mode, to balance our doing with receiving, to balance our output with restoration. So we need to balance the time that we're spending showing up outputting energy, taking action, focusing on the outcome, moving forward, taking steps and creating the results, basically being in our masculine, with then being in our feminine, being able to lean back and make space to receive. We've got to balance creative mode with receptive mode. Creative mode and doing mode is when you are doing what you need to do. Receptive mode is when you're allowing the universe to do what it needs to do. If you're not shifting into receptive mode, you're not making room for the universe to help you. You've got to make room to receive. You've got to allow yourself to receive. And like I said, if we're always trying to take over the universe's job, we're going to be so burdened and drained and exhausted. And we're going to mess up our vibration and our energy, which will pull us out of alignment and mess up our manifestation process anyway. So now manifestation becomes a dance, a dance of action and receiving, leaning forward, leaning back, doing and then resting. It's a dance. And if you're not dancing, you're messing it up. If your energy is just in, 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 go, 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 action, 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 and there's no space, there's no place where you're stepping back to allow and receive, you are suffocating your manifestation. 
Think about it like a fire. If you want a fire to grow, you have to stand back, give it room, give it air, and it will expand. It will grow. But if you smother that fire, if you come too close and you put things on top of it and you suffocate it, it's going to go out. It's also like if you've planted a seed in the ground and you're sitting there looking at that seed, looking at that patch of dirt, waiting for it to grow. Is it growing yet? Is it growing yet? Is it growing yet? If you continue to try to control and suffocate that manifestation, it's going to completely drain you sitting there waiting for something to happen. Instead, let it go. Leave it alone. Go do something else for a couple of days and then come back. And more likely than not, then you'll see a change. You need to give your manifestation space to bloom and grow and blossom. So coming into receptive mode is about feeling good. It is about detaching from your desires and your manifestation and putting your focus and energy on something else. It's about stepping out of action, doing and thinking about what you're trying to create and instead returning to focusing on yourself, focusing on what feels good and what nourishes you. A receptive energy is open, soft, content, at peace, trusting and light. We become receptive and open when we relax, when we fill ourselves with pleasure and we do things that make us happy. Shifting into receptive mode brings your energy into alignment. It makes you magnetic. It takes your energy off worrying about your desire and if it's happening and when it's happening into a space of feeling whole, happy and complete with where you are. It creates room for the universe to bring you what you've asked for. This is a magnetic frequency. When we can trust and allow ourselves to just go and do something that feels good and know that our universe is working on our desires, we speed up the manifestation process. So as I mentioned before, if you are struggling with trusting and surrendering and allowing or letting go, just go and focus on doing something in this moment that feels good. Take a walk, have a bath, watch a Netflix show, listen to a podcast, cook, dance, spend time with friends, have a nap. Anytime you're taking your focus off your desire and you're focusing on nourishing yourself, having fun, doing something that makes you happy, feeling pleasure, you're in a much more allowing, open, trusting, surrendered energy than when you're actually working on your desire. So this is a great way to practice surrendering and letting go. Receptive mode also creates space for you to hear your intuition. It's, you know, when you're in the shower or going for a walk that that idea drops in. Or you suddenly have a desire to make a phone call or out of nowhere, a person you've been waiting to hear from contacts you. Your intuition can be most clearly heard when you're relaxed, when you're in the moment and in the flow, when you're in your body. So if you feel stuck or blocked in your manifestation or you can tell you're controlling, step away and get into receptive mode. I remember a really clear example of this from a launch that I did earlier in the year. I was filling places in my mastermind and so I was firstly doing all the things that I needed to do to promote that mastermind. I was talking about it on the podcast, putting it in the newsletter, doing Instagram posts about it. I was following my inspired action steps. And I remember one day I'd had a couple of discovery calls with women, which were fantastic, but I hadn't got any clear confirmation on whether they were joining the program. They had verbally said they were interested, but I hadn't seen their bookings or payments come through. 
And I could feel that part of me was wanting to take more action. It was wanting to follow up, send them a follow-up message, try to promote the course more, maybe send them an email. And I could tell that was coming from a place of misalignment. That wasn't inspired action. That was controlling fear-driven action. So instead, I decided to click into receptive mode. I thought, I'm going to put my phone down. I'm going to get away from this manifestation, give it room to breathe, and I'm going to focus on pleasure. I'm going to do what feels good. So I firstly went and had a bath and then I came into the kitchen and I decided to cook a beautiful dinner and I was playing music and I had put on some beautiful satin sleepwear and I had this long flowy robe and I just felt really feminine in the moment and I was listening to music and I was cooking this beautiful meal just like savoring the smells and the flavors and I was sipping on a little bit of organic red wine And I just remember feeling really in this pleasure zone in my body. I felt how good the clothing felt on my body, how good the wine tasted, the smells of the food, the sound of the music. I was in my hips. I was just in the flow. And it was this really beautiful, almost like orgasmic pleasure moment of the whole experience. And I remember noticing in myself, in my body, I remember feeling, wow, I feel really magnetic right now. My energy is turned on. I'm just in the moment feeling so good. And then my phone pinged and I looked at my phone and thousands of dollars just dropped into my bank account as one of the women I chatted to on a call signed up, said yes, and paid in full for my mastermind. And I was like, wow, look how easily things drop in when we shift into receptive mode and our magnetic state. We don't have to hunt things down and chase them. It's when we shift our energy that our reality shifts. I will be teaching you so much more about how to tap into this magnetic frequency and your feminine energy and your pleasure in Shia's magnetics. So if you're interested in learning more about how to embody that energy and really access that state, come and join me in Shia's magnetic. So now the third way to connect in with your feminine while manifesting is to create really clear ways that your feminine and masculine energies work together and ways that you can also reconnect with your feminine energy and radiance after a long period of being in your masculine. So your inner feminine energy needs your inner masculine. The feminine needs structure, clarity, grounding, focus, direction, drive, and commitment. She needs that energy from her inner masculine to help bring her big heart-driven dreams to life. Without drawing on your inner masculine, you'll be all focused on feeling. You'll have a lot of desires, but there won't be much action or results. And you'll feel really overwhelmed by your desires and have no plan, clarity or structure to materialize them. So here's what I've noticed when there's not a harmony, but we're just in too much of an extreme in either energy. If we're too in our masculine, we'll find that we're often disconnecting from our body while we're working and we're really in our head. We're ignoring what our body wants. We're not taking breaks. We're not eating properly. We're not resting enough. We're not honoring our menstrual cycle. We're just powering through regardless of how our body feels. We'll be rigid, controlling and inflexible with plans or deadlines and really structured in what we've committed to and unwilling to bend based on what our feminine is needing. And we might be in hunting mode, chasing things down. We won't be able to shift into a trusting space where we allow ourselves to let go 
and rest and receive and lean back. We won't trust that the universe is supporting us. We'll feel burdened to have to do it all alone. And we will end up overworking and just running ourselves into the ground. But like I mentioned before, if we're too in our feminine, we will always be in our emotions. We won't do things simply because we don't feel like it. We will be flighty, ungrounded, full of ideas, but nothing will actually eventuate. We'll feel really overwhelmed and ungrounded, um, almost like our feminine creativity is in overdrive, but we can't ground it into reality. Our days and weeks might feel really open and unstructured, which at first will feel expansive, but then may feel overwhelming because there's just no structure to how our weeks are unfolding. So I want to give you a few practices around things that really support your feminine and masculine to work together when you are manifesting and wanting to create something in your life. First of all, create rituals and routines and structures in your days and your weeks. So your inner masculine is the master of time and space. He's the one that helps you create these rituals and structures based on time and space, the structures of your day the commitments you have, the rituals you practice every day, the routines that create grounding and consistency for you. These are very calming for the feminine. I really had to work myself on creating a lot of structure in my weeks because my weeks are very open. So I've had to create times where the same thing happens at the same time every day and where there's some type of structure to my days. This is kind of like just creating a framework, a framework that the feminine can flow with. So the feminine's like water. Imagine um, like the ocean, a river, a lake, it's flowing water. And the masculine is like the edges of the riverbank or the rocks around the ocean. It's the structure that contains and holds that water. And without that structure around it, the water will just flow everywhere. And water can flow in a direction when it has a structure or container around it that helps guide it. And that's what we need to do for our feminine. So this isn't about having a suffocating rigid routine. But for me, it's simple things like waking up at a similar time every day. Having a morning practice that I go to where I've set the structure of that being for roughly an hour, but whatever I do in that hour is guided by my feminine. So the masculine structure is, all right, you're going to sit from 6 a.m. till 7 a.m. in your morning space, but then I let my feminine guide how she wants to spend that time. I then have a clear time that I want to be at my desk by starting work. I will always write out my tasks for the day, key things that need to be achieved that day to help again direct my energy. I then have a set time that work ends for the day. Again, this is flexible, but there's there's some element of structure there. So I roughly finish at the same time every day. And then at the end of the day, I always have something to help me shift out of work mode and into my feminine. And I'll talk about that in a minute. I also have a ritual around how my evening unfolds around cooking dinner and how I spend my evening and then a bedtime ritual as well. I also have structures in my week around there are set days that I do coaching sessions. There are set days of the week that I go to my pole dancing classes and this help creates this structure in my week that allows my feminine to flow with. 
I also create structure in my week by doing planning on a Sunday evening, which is really useful to map out the week ahead, know where my coaching sessions are happening. I always set them on the same day, put my pole dancing classes into my calendar, set out my tasks for the week, my goals, my intentions for the week. If you're someone that likes to meal plan, that can be a great time to do that, to book in your exercise classes for the week. Creating that structure, it it creates clarity for where your energy needs to flow. So your feminine is your energy and you want to be able to direct that energy as that really helps your two energies within you work together and that helps your inner feminine feel a lot more calm and at peace as well. The other thing that's really important, particularly if you work for yourself, is to set up really good systems and procedures and structures in your business that actually allow your feminine to feel really supported. So she'll feel scattered when she's got a million things to try to focus on, when she's doing all these tasks that deplete her, that aren't in her creative zone of genius, where she's making herself do things that don't make her come alive. So if you find that you're spending a lot of your weeks depleted, giving all this time and energy to things that don't nourish you, or even if you don't run your own business and you want to delegate and get support with different tasks around your house, like cleaning or errands, look at the systems you can set up, the places you can delegate, the ways that you can make things easier for yourself, even something as simple as getting home delivery groceries rather than having to go to the shops. It's the small things. When we build out those masculine structures and procedures in our life, when we allow ourselves as the feminine to receive support, we feel so much less burdened. We feel so much lighter. And whenever we take burden off our shoulders, the feminine energy comes alive. We become radiant again. So if you're feeling dampened and dull, look at what you can let go of, where you could create a system or a procedure to have something function more easily, where you could delegate and receive support, or perhaps where you could just let something go in general to make life feel simpler and easier for you. The next piece that's really important is to know how to shift back into your feminine after a period of either being in your masculine or just feeling disconnected from your feminine in general. So knowing what your practices are that you can draw on to activate that that soft, that open, that receptive, playful, sensual, pleasure-based feminine energy within you. These are your self-care practices, your self-love practices, the things that feel good to you. And I integrate a lot of these both into my morning practice and my evening practices. So having a bath, giving myself a nice body oil massage, dimming the lights and doing a bit of stretching on my yoga mat, playing some music and getting the diffuser going, anything that helps me come back into that softer, more relaxed, embodied space. And I also bring it in in my morning practice through movement and dance and intuitive stretching into my hips and a little bit of body massage as well. So I've talked about feminine practices in in other episodes and we'll talk about it a lot more in She is Magnetic. But it's important that you know what are the things that that replenish you, that nourish you, that get you back into that, that juicy being state, that beautiful energetic space in your body where you feel radiant and soft and full of pleasure. 
I would suggest starting by writing a list of all of those things as a beginning point and making time to practice them. And my final point is that it's so important we continue to factor in, listen to and honor our feminine through our creative and manifestation processes. Don't ignore her. Don't abandon her or disconnect from her. Many of us do this. So as you're moving through your work days, as you're working on your creations, take regular breaks, take regular breaks to check in with your body, take a couple of deep breaths, find out how you're feeling. Ask yourself, how am I feeling? What do I need? Do I need some fresh air? Do I need something to eat? Do I need to do 10 minutes of dance to shake off this energy? Um, What do I need to nourish myself? Be listening to your body. Your body as a woman is always communicating with you. Let your body communicate around what you want to eat for lunch, what project you want to work on in the next hour. Feel into the energy of your body, your feelings, your intuition, and actually be guided by that. If you need to say yes or no to anything, check in with your body. So many of us disconnect from our body wisdom when we get caught up in our heads and our days and our work, but continue to pause and check in with your body on how you're feeling and let your body guide your choices and decisions. Make sure you're moving through these cycles and processes of action and then resting, getting into doing mode and then getting into receiving mode. We've got to balance it. Remember, it's a beautiful dance. See if you can integrate your sensuality more into just your day in general while you're working. Can you play beautiful music that makes you want to move your hips, diffuse essential oils, um, burn a beautiful candle? sip on delicious herbal tea, wear clothes that feel really good in your body. I try to bring in as much pleasure into my work environment as I can, filling my office and my desk with sensual, beautiful things, making my work experience as embodied and pleasurable as possible. You don't have to get up in your head and become serious and lock down on your body in order to achieve what you want. You can stay in your body, amplify pleasure through your body and feel really good as you're moving through your work tasks. And don't be afraid to listen to what your feminine needs, even if you've got all these plans or goals or things you want to do that day. If you wake up and your period has just arrived, if you wake up and you're feeling tender and your body's craving a break, honor it. Honor what you need. It's very easy to push our needs to the side in pursuit of what we want to create, but always honor what you need. And you'll find if you honor those periods that your body's asking for a nap, for a big cry, for a rest, to just have a break and play, that when you do come back to work, you'll be renewed, you'll be replenished, and you'll be much more productive. So my loves, I hope this episode has been full and chock-a-block of tips and practices and perspectives for you to help you in integrating your feminine into your manifestation process and to help you see how you can get your inner feminine and masculine energies working together as you are working towards what you want to create in your life. 
If you want to learn more about the feminine approach to manifestation, how to awaken more of your innate feminine energy, how to embody more of your magnetism, your radiance, your sensuality, and your pleasure, and use this beautiful energy to call in what you most desire in your life, get intentional about 2021, do some powerful work with me and a community to really tap into your heart and get clear about what you want to create next year, come and join me in She Is Magnetic. I am so excited about this course. I can't wait to lead it. Doors close this Sunday, 15th of November. So head on over to ConnieChapman.com slash She Is Magnetic to join. And I can't wait to share this with you. If you have loved this episode, make sure you're subscribed to Awaken Radio so you never miss a future episode. I'm going to be releasing them a lot more regularly now. If you love this episode, share it with a friend, post it on your Instagram stories, and I will give you a reshare. Or leave a comment on my Instagram and send me a DM letting me know your favorite takeaway. Thank you so much for being tuned into this week's episode, and I can't wait to talk to you again next time.